Probably not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't don't think you have to give up your dreams. I think things change. Like, for instance, when I was was 21, I really wanted to to play Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. This was my dream role and I really wanted it. I'm never going to get to do that. I'm too old now. I don't fit the part. But there are other things I absolutely want to do as much as I wanted that then. And mm-hmm. I don't want that. Like, I, I don't regret that I never got to do that. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, mm. oh, that would have been nice. That would have been cool. But I didn't get to. Yeah. There is something also very um, jarring about if I bet if you had played Seymour, you would have like had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> like, it's just as very like. Of getting what you want? Yeah. Because you're still not happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hi, everyone. I'm Julia Meltzer. Welcome to Honey. I am so excited to share this episode with you. It's my new favorite one. You are going to learn about Mormonism, divorce, hormones that come from your uterus and make you want to have babies even though you know that you shouldn't um chris and rebecca have been together for two years they live together and their big fight is such a severe disagreement you're gonna wonder how they get past it but they do um Check the description for that insane Buzz Bissinger thing that I talk about. Um, and if anyone knows the name of that stand-up comic who makes the joke about the Getty, please let me know because I can't remember it and I couldn't find it on the internet. Um, if you're enjoying Honey, share it with a friend. You're with your friend at the bar and they're like, what podcast do you listen to? And you're like, I listen to Honey. Then take their phone and like download your favorite episode for them right onto their phone. That's what I do a lot. I have been downloading Courtney and Brian, but now it's going to be this one. Okay, enjoy. Honey, 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 come home. Because we've got things to talk about. I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, 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 come on Cause I think we can work it out A little worried Chris and Rebecca, welcome to Honey Thank you How are you guys? Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, Chris, in in your mic setup, your faces are obscured to me. It's like it's it's another element. (laughs) We like to remain mysterious. Yeah, we'll have a lot of meaningful Mm -hmm. eye contact. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, How long have you guys been together? Two years. Mm -hmm. And how did you meet? At work. We met at work. We were both dating other people at the time. (gasps) Who likes to say that? What ha- did someone steal someone else away? No. no, he says that and it's irrelevant. <laughs> so you met and then you both you met and there was no romantic interest. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love that. Uh, <laughs> no, she broke up with her boyfriend first, and then a couple months, two three months later, I broke up with the girl I was dating. And you mm-hmm. don't think that it affected it at all? You weren't like, listen, I have no judgment. My friend just got married to a guy who straight up stole her from her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he made no secret of it. 
Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I don't think so, really. No, I, yeah. Okay, I'm I just mean, trying to stir up drama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to to be perfectly honest, to be fair, uh, when I broke up with the girl I was seeing, it was kind of a like we're kind of we're we're broken up, but like there's this like maybe we'll get back together thing, and that mm. didn't happen because of okay, Rebecca, mm-hmm. sure. But mm-hmm. no, I there was no breakup because of. This. But you know what right. the 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 maybe we'll get back together breakup. Yeah. Do you think that's just like ripping the bandaid up extra 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 slowly? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we have different views on this, especially because me and that girl had gotten back together three or four times, like yeah. previously. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a long off and on thing for a couple of years. Okay. Okay, I think you. It's it would never have ended, right? You Probably. have to, yeah. yeah. You yeah. like you you gotta get a new girlfriend. Incidentally, this is Rebecca's favorite subject. I hate this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> okay, we're. Gonna, to be fair, you started by you were like he says this and I don't know why, so we're gonna move on. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um. So, you guys live together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long have you lived together? We moved in together very fast. Too fast, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It just, it was one of those, like, where it made sense, like, financially. It was the convenience move-in that we yeah. talk about on Talia and Kristen's episode. Well, it was more like yeah. a circumstantial... That's the other word they used. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, uh, because Rebecca's really impulsive when she gets stressed out. It's true. And so... I like to call that emotional decision-making, and mm-hmm. I think it's just fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But she, uh, she like got really frustrated about money, quit her job, and moved back with, in with her parents, which is in Ventura. Yeah. So that's oh. an hour away. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we're going to spend any time together, she has to move in here mm-hmm. um, because she wasn't going to find a place near here. So right. we just did it, and mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was rocky for like. But the it was first like an months. official move in. Not a, she just stays here all the time. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Um, so we started dating in August. Is that what we're? saying that's what she's saying uh, <laughs> yeah can, can, can i tell this story okay please so great <laughs> so when we first started dating i could not have been more obvious that i was interested in dating and not interested in just being friends and she was completely oblivious how did you make it thing. obvious like okay so here's i couldn't outright say it because <laughs> because she had broken up with this guy a couple months prior two three mm-hmm. months before mm-hmm. and she was always like i am not interested in a relationship right now i don't want to date anybody i just want to be single right now so so like normally once i'd made up my mind about this i'd probably just be very forward and say mm-hmm. hey i'm interested in this but i yeah. couldn't because of this <laughs> so but so, you <laughs> <laughs> wait i i i think you're right i of mm-hmm. course you couldn't and of course it is better to do that but then you what you just hung around so so like we hung out a couple of times and then I like I was like, nope, I want to date this person. Like mm-hmm. after like two times. And then uh, we went to But was it not a possibility to to say, Hey, like I, I am listening and I hear you and I know that you're not interested in dating, but I wanna date you. No. I tend to be an open book and overshare. So like everyone at work knew that my previous relationship was over, and then I was very much like, I'm staying single till the end of the year. And there's nothing <laughs> anyone can say about it. Uh, so there was a lot of that. 
Okay. And but, I know my obsessiveness can I was probably talking about my ex for wait, a long but time. Wait, but I'm so why didn't why, why didn't why did you think there was even a possibility? Why didn't why didn't you go away till the end of the year? I would so okay. 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 <laughs> so we went <clears throat> sorry. So we were working together one night and then I was like, "Hey, we both got off at the same time." And and I said, "Let's go to IHOP." She's like, "No, I have to go do my Italian lessons." I'm still working on learning on, on Rosetta Stone. And it's like you can do that anytime. Come come to IHOP with me. So we went, and we were there till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty clear indication that I'm interested, right? We stayed at IHOP till three in the morning. That's not even the worst one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, okay, I gotta get the timeline straight. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. Oh yeah, and then then so after I went home that night, I was like, I'm de- this is definitely someone I want to date. Went into work the next morning, and she'd given her two weeks, and was moving back to Ventura. <laughs> so I couldn't wait till the end of the year. I couldn't, which I would have done. Uh-huh. Like knowing mm, all this, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, I'll play the long game. So this at that point, you were like, do you want to move in with me? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so no, I did move back to Ventura. Yeah, she did. I and, did, but like she had given like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So the like two days before her two weeks, I was like, hey, uh, before you go, we should go do this thing. And it was nothing. I didn't have anything in mind. And I planned it real quick after I said, we'll do this. So we spent a whole day. We went to the Getty and did that in an hour and 15 minutes because neither of us likes museums. But that's what we did for our first date. That's what I wanted to. I wanted to see the Getty before I moved out of L.A. because I, I don't know why I thought I would never be back. I actually I think the best Time to see the Getty is when you don't live in L. That seems to be the only people who go to, <laughs> who go to the Getty. <laughs> the yeah. stand-up was like, you know, when you have like people coming to town, you have to pretend to know where the Getty is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and we were going back. Like we got there when it was like right when it first opened, and so we were already back on the tram down to our car while like the majority of people were just getting to the mm. Getty. We'd already done the whole thing. Like we'd yeah. seen. Every floor. Because you don't like museums, so you were just breezing, breezing well, on through. Well, I like museums, but I don't need to spend an hour looking at one painting. And 90% I, of the stuff in museums is just garbage. It's like, mm-hmm. this was also from that time period by really inferior artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is also old. It's, it's yeah. like, this is, uh, you know, um, what won Best Picture last year? Oh, Spotlight. This is Spotlight. And then here's some YouTube videos from the same time. <laughs> yep. That's a museum. Yeah, so you go around, you see all the famous, the good stuff, and then you're done. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and then we went down, oh, sorry, we yeah. went down to Long mm-hmm. Beach, um, and we went to these uh, Japanese gardens at ULB. Um, we went to lunch. We went to the beach. Um, we so went this to the is pier. Lo- this is a romantic date, and yeah. she's not. And she's noticing. totally oblivious. <laughs> are you totally? Ob- are you truly totally oblivious, or are you just like feigning ignorance as so many women do? That is a great question. I, I think I so badly didn't want it to be yeah. that that I just bl- I put my blinders on. Yeah, she was so yeah. unattracted to me. That, <laughs> no, no, she wasn't dating anyone till the end of the year. Yeah, I, he doesn't understand that. No, like, that makes no sense to me. I don't. Well, this is one of our main differences: is he sees everything as gray, and I'm very black and white. So uh-huh. it's like, well, nope, I'm not dating anyone till the end of the year. So and that's, then you I can just turn it, it off. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, that what was ha- the plan. Well, so then we came, came home. So it was just she lived really close here. She just lived a few blocks away. It was an ideal situation until she's like, I'm moving to Ventura. But it wasn't ideal because I hated my living situation. Did you, in the conversation, in the IHOP, did you like say something, did he say something that made you be like, you know what, I got to quit and move to- <laughs> No, at that conversation, I had pretty much already decided. Oh, okay. yeah. And mm-hmm. he was, I could tell he was trying to convince me that I was wrong, but I I had already You're decided. Black and white, yeah. I, and I just so yeah. wanted to get out of my living situation mm-hmm. that it was like... Like a relief that I had found something else mm-hmm. to go do. So, and th- the fact that we worked together also complicated things. I couldn't be too forward because then that creates a whole work dynamic. But now that she'd quit, and we got home from this date, oh, yeah. and she had driven to meet me here, so we just parked right outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, "Well, I have to kiss her right now, or it's over." Why like, did you think that? Because she was moving back to Ventura in two days. But and you, she wasn't going to be working with me anymore. So, like, that. But you couldn't be that. like, okay, you. I, I'm not, I'm not like, this is totally wrong. I, I just, and obviously this worked out for you. But <laughs> I have seen that really, I think that's like kind of a, and I guess this is the Ven, Ven, Ventura thing, but I think there, a lot of guys will be like, I gotta kiss her or I'm gonna get friend zoned. Oh, that wasn't a concern. Okay. It was just the timing. It was, it was like, like yeah. if I don't do it, I. There's a good chance I'll never see her again. I'm pretty why? sure. Why I couldn't was... you be like, why couldn't you go to another museum date or driven something? driven to Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so you thought you're going to kiss her and that's going to make Ventura closer? No, but it's going to incentivize her to come back more often. Or like, I'm not going to drive out to Ventura where her parents live as just this guy friend. That's weird. Okay. Like there are so True. many things that would have been weird. If, okay. If I didn't okay. just like make the move. I'm uh, okay. Okay. But she didn't. But so you did that knowing that she was like, I don't want anything till the end of the year. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was just this, about to say, but I think there are, there are a lot of like tangles in your logic, Chris, <laughs> a lot, like almost Thank too you. many for me to pick apart. But okay. <laughs> are you suggesting I overthink things? Because that is outrageous. <laughs> um, no, so she, uh, yeah, no, throughout the day, it was very like, I don't know what's going on in this person's brain. Like, we also didn't clarify if it was a date or not. Yeah. So, but, but he couldn't. That's this. That's the same <laughs> issue. You can't. Right. I, you have to clarify if it's a date. I hate it when people don't. But you hadn't made it so he could not. Yeah. Right. right. But it's we went to the Getty and <laughs> <laughs> we went to the Getty and Japanese Gardens and the pier. It was the entire day. It was a full day from like nine a.m. to like. 11 p.m. Yeah. Like, it's cl- this is clearly a date. Oh, we didn't talk about Bob's. That was before oh, yeah, we, all this. Oh, and Bob, we'd gone to Bob's in Burbank. So, th- uh, because What's this Bob's? was Bob's Big Boy, Big Boy the oh. restaurant. Diner. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, just like three nights before, we'd gone there and been there <laughs> until the sun came up. Yep. <laughs> Not a date, though. <laughs> just late night friends. Because <laughs> we'd go after Let's work. Start calling all couples late night friends. Late night friends. <laughs> And I wore your sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because it was cold in Bob, so I gave her my sweatshirt. It's like I could. Th- how can this? How are you? Oblivious? Did any like? I don't did know any why like I'm so waiters you right encounter now. like say, "Does your girlfriend want this?" or you know anything like that? No, but they were all thinking it for sure. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> it's 
seems so obvious. I it's guess because so it was. No, just... we did. You don't have to be embarrassed because we we talked. You were w- being willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I true. don't believe that you didn't know I, because it is so obvious. Mm-hmm. You just were not wanting it Adam- to happen. Yeah, yeah. adamantly <laughs> not having it happen, but going along with it. Okay, so he kisses yeah. you. Yes. When and what do you say? You could have sworn I wanted you to. Yeah. This yeah. is what she did. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. So it's like she, so, uh, so we uh, we park here. I had driven, and we go to her car, and we're standing outside her car, and like she gives me a hug and is like holding on and says uh, and says girl says I'm real embarrassed right you, now. <laughs> and she says this. She's like. You give really good hugs. Oh, man. Like, or no, or you're a really good hugger, which is like, why would you say that if you didn't want me to kiss you? Like, in my mind. No, I can actually see someone be, be, being like, Don't, this is a hug. No kissing. You give good <laughs> hugs. Just do a hug. Yeah. Hey, it, it, okay. I'm, I'm, tone of voice. No, that's not what she was saying. That's what it was. That's exactly no, what it was. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because I have been walked to my car by a guy who I did not want to kiss. And I was like, oh, and he's going to try to kiss me. At my car, and I, and then, and then he like hugged, and I tried to do it was it's the long hug that mm-hmm. threw him off because I was very like, bye man. He's <laughs> <laughs> he snuck in there. That's not what I did. Though. Yeah, no, it was a really I, long hug, and then she said it and tone of voice. She didn't mean like, yeah, it's great, let's go. She didn't mean that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It uh, all worked out. Yeah, but then, yes. so then we started dating, but she was in Ventura. Right. And I was here in Studio City. And so that was tough. Like, we'd see each other. She'd stay here every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'd never stay there. She was with her parents. It was weird. Uh, I didn't want weird. him to stay over. Sure. My parents probably would have been fine with it, but it's too no, weird. I, yeah, I'm with you. Um, And then after, so then she went with me up to Utah for Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Now that is fast. Mm-hmm. Four months later? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I, that doesn't seem that fast to me to come up because she well she did her family Christmas and then came up flew up to meet but me she, and I'd driven but she met your family yeah I think that's fast it is Maybe. fast <laughs> do you, do you want to know when he asked me about Christmas <laughs> the end of August did I really you're, you're like I know this is like I know this is early and way ahead of time but what do you think about coming to Utah for Christmas and I was like no my parents would never let me do that. But, uh, not let me. They'd hate it, which they did. Why? The, oh, because they want you for Christmas. Yes. Oh, and they're okay. also mad that he drove up on Christmas Eve and couldn't stay another day. My parents are crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, yeah, That if you ask at the end of August, well, boy, that is a dead giveaway that you're, like, really into it. I once started dating this guy, and I, like, um, he, uh, it was this very obvious, like, hanging out all the time, and people would be, like, your boyfriend just your boyfriend that and so finally i was just like by the way like you know you're my boyfriend and then he acted very like taken aback like <laughs> what and i'm like we're hanging out all the time you're my boyfriend get on the program <laughs> so he, he acted like i had was like you know really like driving this train too fast and then we were like talking later and he was like oh but this was in October and he was like oh by the way do you want to come to a wedding with me and I was like oh yeah it'd be so fun like when is it and he was like it's in March <laughs> and I was like yep. you love me uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't remember asking that early but <laughs> I, 
I believe it. And that, and that is that is weird in hindsight. That's really weird. Uh, Guys, I don't want to make you both just cringe about how you got together. Um, but yeah, we came back from Utah, from Christmas in Utah, and she moved in right then. Like, yeah. she had moved a bunch of stuff over, but she wasn't actually living here until we got back. So January. And that was the same day that we came back. Don't you remember? Yeah, it was like January 2nd. We stayed right, there we came for back, Christmas and New Year's. And then we, like, dropped some stuff off, and then we drove to Ventura. What, when did you day. decide to move in? Like, while you were in Utah? Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, oh, oh. Probably November. Probably a Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm going to guess, because I went to her family's Thanksgiving. Yeah, you did. I just, mm-hmm. I think that is, like, fast to meet the family. Hmm. I, I don't know, maybe. It's all, but, but we're it's all the fast. moving in was super fast. Moving in was too fast. It was too fast. It was weird for a little while because <clears throat> I hadn't lived with anybody for a long time. Um, besides roommates, I hadn't like mm-hmm. lived in a partnership for a long time. Uh, <clears throat> so it was it was weird. It was rocky at first, but it was fine. What was weird months. about it? I wanted to be alone sometimes. <laughs> 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 And it was weird know. for me but because that would be I was true moving. even if you moved in at a regular schedule or yeah, re- what is regular? But yeah, that's yeah. true. It also felt like I I guess mainly what was most weird about it was like we didn't want to tell people because we knew <laughs> yeah. from the outside this was way too fast. So it's like we're living in this, but we we don't want to like advertise it, right? Like, you're like out with friends and yeah. you like drop someone off and like drive around the block. <laughs> I don't live here. <laughs> well, it was weird for me because I was moving into his apartment. Right? Yeah. So it was all of his stuff just with my stuff like sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. So that was just a, a lot to get used to. Plus, we have two roommates. So I went from living with my parents to living with three dudes. Yeah. Which was an adjustment. But it's great now. Yeah, so, it's not it's not ideal to have roommates, but if you had to have roommates, we have the best ones you oh, could have. Oh, really? Like, we the have best. the best housing situation you can imagine in L.A. I like, never want to leave. Yeah. Great. It's awesome. Yeah, Don't, our roommates I might are great. cut that out so people will still like you guys. <laughs> people will be jealous. We have the gem of Studio <laughs> City. The best housing. <laughs> I, I mean, like, look I at like this my place, housing Julia. situation, I mean, too. I like my housing situation too. I won't apologize for it. No, it's good. Shouldn't. It's important. It, it, t- it took us years to find it. Like, yeah. well, me and the other guys. But, yeah. <laughs> it took us a while. Um. So, what's your biggest fight? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in a nutshell. So she takes forever at the greengrocer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's trying no. to make me mad, and it's working because he knows my. Buttons. That's not our biggest fight. That's another fight. <laughs> I don't like okay. the term "green grocer." <laughs> I hate it. I don't like it either. I think <laughs> it's obnoxious. I do. That's He's very only... Utah. That's very Utah. No, it's not a yes, Utah thing is. at all. Don't don't you think? No, no, no. That's no. Like no one in Utah in says Utah. it at all. It's... No one in Utah says it. Who, then where are me. you getting it? I don't know. Like... Some old term. He said it once, and I was like, mm, I don't like that. And so he's like, Ding! No, I say it forever. <laughs> That's true. But um, no, I've said things like that. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just a thing I've done. Like, I talk about apparel rather than clothing just because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be like an old timey guy? No, because it's not like I use all old English, just, just, <laughs> just uh, sparse terms. What else? Your words. Apparel and greengrocer. I don't know. I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Yeah, neither it's not me. common. It's just a thing I do right. every once in a while. Okay. Anyway, and my maybe sister we'll hear started another doing one. it too. Yeah, and then he gets his sister on it. And him saying I take forever at the greengrocer, 
Let's just <laughs> let's just clarify. I like going to the grocery store, so I, I take hate, my time. I hate and any he store. In, and he insists on coming it. with me. So we get there, but and then he's like, like, I want to leave. There? Why do you insist on coming with I her? Don't, I don't know, because I'm bored. Do you, um. do, you like, do you like going by yourself? Yes. Okay, this is an easy fix. <laughs> I don't often. <laughs> I, I Actually, I've been saying I don't often like offer proclamations, but I, now I kind of do. Mm-hmm. If it's something so obvious. Yeah. Well, and I'll try and sneak I out. Remember Erica and Winston, Chris? Yeah, the cooking thing? Yeah, yeah. this is like that. You're right. But here's the problem with that. Like, if she goes to the grocery store by herself, she's going to be buying all the groceries. And I'm going to feel like I'm not contributing. So I got to go so I can pay for the groceries every other time we go. But I just absolutely hate being there. Right? But she but she likes it. So And yes, I could Venmo her money when yeah, she gets home. Yeah, but like- yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> this is a, actually, this is like a pattern that maybe is worth talking about. Because who is, oh, Johnny and Jackie have a little, like, division of chores based on who likes doing what Mm -hmm. i'm like this is totally fine like people like don't if she likes going to the grocery store and you don't like just like let her she doesn't feel bad like um there's like people will be like oh but like you're always doing the dishes and i feel bad but it's like if one person likes doing the dishes and you like taking out the trash or you hate them less just right I'm, uh, what am I doing? I'm You're separ- swimming. I'm separating <laughs> You're, the garbage. You're parting separating, the Red Sea. I'm separating chores yes. as if they're low-hanging vines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not really, I mean, yeah, we argue about it because I hate being in the store, but, but that's not, not a real fight. No. But, I'm, so this is interesting. You're, you seem like comfortable bickerers. Yeah. We have fake fights on a daily basis. I love it. Constant. <laughs> like, if you were to listen in, you would think we were both so mean. Yeah. Well, my, we, so when we were up in Utah for a few months, um, my eight, sister. Eight months. Yeah, oh, we you there, both went to Utah. Yes. We lived yeah, there for eight months. Yes. Yeah, that, and was, what, when was this in the timeline? This, uh, we'd been together a year, a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And like, we talked about it. <laughs> it's such a whirlwind. <laughs> And we talked about it because if she wasn't on board, I wasn't going to go. But there were some family things that I wanted to go be a part of and take care of, mainly with my sister and her kids. Um, And I had never lived anywhere but Southern California. So I was like, let's go see the snow. Cool. Yeah. So we were up there for a few months. And at one point, my sister uh, and her kids moved in with us for about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, because we we were living in my grandmother's house. She had just passed away right before we moved up. Okay. There. Um, so she moved in with her two kids, and we were like fighting, and it was some something ridiculous. Like I was like I was screaming. I was like, "What? I'm supposed to put cheese on Ritz crackers? I asked for saltines or something like <laughs> yeah. that." Yeah. Like yep. it was, and I'd never asked for saltines. It was just like some ridiculous thing that I said, and then she'd yell. We do this every day. Yeah. Um. And my sister's boyfriend walked in who had met us maybe three times. Yeah. And he thought he'd walked into like some huge fight and like he turned Aww. around and left. <laughs> That's so, so funny. But that, yeah, it's a constant sarcastic bickering that neither of us takes personally. So it's fun. It mm. does sound fun. Yeah. It sounds great. It's like, can you please throw this trash away for me? <sighs> like, just do it. You always argue. This is nice and comfortable because then you're yeah. like, you're like, it's not, it's so far off the table that you would actually get irritated mm-hmm. with each other for a mm-hmm. trash related thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. That's so great. Yeah. So what's the big fight? The real fight is, uh, in a nutshell, I... Okay, 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 okay. No. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Wait, 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 wait. wait. 
Okay. Oh yeah, your disclaimer. I have a I'm disclaimer. sorry. This okay. is this is that's on me. I am one hundred percent aware that I am completely objectively wrong in this fight. Okay. Doesn't change the way I feel about okay. it. Okay. So <laughs> here Are it you is. like intellectually aware that you're wrong, yes. but emotionally yes. But emotionally, yeah. Here okay. it is. I would enjoy getting married and not having children. Ever. And Yes, ever. And he would enjoy having children and never getting married. I don't think you're necessarily objectively wrong. Yes, he is. <laughs> because he wants the family, but part of having the family is the marriage, I think. Yeah, see, that's where I'm wrong. Like, I think, like, I mean, this idea that, like, I want to, like, have kids but not get married, I think that's uh, a little backwards. Like, I think it's fine for some people, but I think because she wants to get married, that's why I'm objectively yeah, yes, wrong. Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> and, it's a, and, and then we go into the, well, he'd be willing to get married if I would be willing to have children, which is not what either of us wants. I want him to want to get married. I want you to w- want to do the dishes. Okay. It's that whole thing from the breakup, <laughs> which yep. is a great movie. Um, I need to rewatch it. I hated it. I loved it. That was a long time ago, though. I saw it. Um, I felt really bad about myself after watching it because I related too much to Vince. <laughs> kind of a dick. That would make anyone feel bad. About mm-hmm. it. <laughs> okay, so uh, you, so why don't you want to get married, and why don't you want to have kids? We'll start with why don't you want to get married. You want to tell her? He <laughs> wants a less embarrassing way out. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. Like I've been married before. Yes. Okay. So you don't want to get married again. It's, I don't want to get divorced again. Right. Uh, And that's such a huge fear that like, even if I think it's unlikely, because when I got married, I did not think there was any chance at all that I would ever get divorced. Right. And so like having that experience behind me, I'm like, Like, there's such a fear of being that guy who's twice divorced. Sure, sure, sure. Once again, Chris, you're, I'm like, have so, it's hard for me to untangle everything <laughs> that seems illogical about this. But I'm like, okay, so you got, so you, you got married. Then, yeah. you, so, so you're like, well, I don't want to get, di- I don't want to get divorced again. Mm-hmm. But so, why don't. do you, yeah. So then, so, but then you're like, well, I thought that with my first wife but did but do you think that you would still be married to her or you would still be with her if you hadn't gotten married no okay so well, then then that doesn't matter right i like your thinking yes. or do you think the marriage yeah you want his his marriage and divorce was so traumatizing because of his family climate and religion and all that type of thing yeah but so, i can see how traumatizing that whole experience would be and okay. it was a long time you guys were married too yeah we were married for like eight and a half years Did you guys have like a hippie wedding on the beach <laughs> it would just feel so different it would like not be triggering <laughs> it, it would be very different the second time around let me give you a little background on that okay um just so it's clear what's going on in my brain or it won't be, but we'll make an effort. We'll make an effort. I'm going through the vines again. Okay. <laughs> so I was raised in Utah and I was raised Mormon, right? Okay. And so were all my friends, right? So a very tight Mormon community. Um, so, and most Mormons marry in their early twenties, uh, girls as early as 19. Um, and guys, they go on a mission and come back at 21. Did you go on a mission? I did. Yeah. Where'd you go? Poland. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then like we got, so I got, so sh- we had dated in high school 
and then I came home from my mission and we got married really quickly, insanely fast. Um, but that's typical. Right. That's, it's not an out of the ordinary thing for that culture. Yeah. So, so pause. Cause one thing sure. I want to like take off the table in this argument is I could see someone, a divorced person being like, well, I'm bad at making decisions. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> like, you know, may I, like I was wrong once, but this was so like, you and know, it's different. It was almost, right. it made sense. It was not like, right. Right. Yeah. It wasn't okay. like a big choice you had to make. It was kind of like just the next step, what everyone does. But, this is the thing. Okay. So uh, we're married and like we stopped. This is my new favorite episode of Honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're married. And like we stopped attending church. Like in Mormonism, it's like you go every week or you're considered inactive, basically. Mm-hmm. It's not like Catholicism where you go twice a year or some of mm-hmm. these other religions. I'm Catholic. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go twice it's a year? Much yeah, easier. pretty much. You go on Easter and Christmas Easter Eve? Easter and Christmas Eve or, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, not lately, but I was going like a couple of other Sundays a year. Just to like not, check in. Yeah. It's a nice to be quiet for an hour. I totally agree. And I don't necessarily believe 100% in Catholicism or what they stand for, but I believe a lot of it. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, back yeah. to Mormonism. Great. Go for it. So, <laughs> so we stopped attending church like pretty quickly after we got married. Um, and then... We'd go and that back. was like a mutual decision. It just kind of happened. It wasn't oh. anything was discussed. Oh, we're just like eh, it's early. I don't want to go to church. So we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it started. And then, um, but then like we'd go back periodically for a few weeks, and then not okay. again. A few weeks, not again. And then there came a point where we just hadn't gone for years, like four years. And I and like, there's this like. Uh, it's hard to explain to people who don't understand the culture, but there's this segment of Mormonism who are like these fence sitters. They don't go to church, but they're not like, I'm out, right? Mm-hmm. They're just like, whatever. Um, and I think that, uh, actually, it's not hard to explain. That's most religious people, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Mormonism, like, you kind of have to declare yourself one way or another. There's, there's a huge pressure to do so. Uh, and eventually... To, like, not... To not be on the fence. If yeah. you're like edging towards the fence, they're like either get back in or get out. Mm-hmm. It's well, an all yeah. or nothing religion. This... You believe everything or you believe nothing. Mm. It was such an interesting concept to learn about because he's like, I have left the church. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, no, you either leave or you stay. And I'm like, well, yeah. I go to church every once in yeah. a while. Why do you but think yeah. that is? Um, it's just the way it is because <sighs> why is it that way? Because they don't want you to have a sense of the outside world. Mm, I don't think that's even true exactly. Because Mormonism, frankly, is one of the more progressive religions as far as like questioning what you believe. But like, it's not so much like question. If you question it and then determine it's wrong, well, you're wrong. But you should question it <laughs> and verify it. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's a weird like. Uh, uh, but like other religions, paradox. they're just like a set of beliefs right? right and mormonism is a set of beliefs and practices and you adhere to all of them like yeah. you don't drink coffee you don't drink but black so tea, like but so why beer. like why 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 is it all or nothing when so many other you can see there are like jews who don't keep kosher but do go to synagogue or there's or there are like christians who like believe in who 
like believe in Jesus's message, but like thinks it's far fetched that he came back from the dead. You know, right. like I mean, you can you can believe part of Mormonism and not believe another part, but you're not in the church if you do that. Like you're outside of it. It's just the culture they've built. Yeah. Maybe it's just like very community oriented. So it, it's like that sort of, but not really. If like, anybody knows why this is like this <laughs> let me know well it's like this so you have to be perfect right and there are certain commandments and the prophet of the mormon church speaks directly to god i don't think most mormons believe that god actually comes down and talks to him it's through revelation and through inspiration okay. right mm-hmm. but like he guides the whole church uh so his commandments are equal to those in the bible or the book of mormon or in you know ancient scripture right Man, this is not what I thought we'd be talking yeah, about. Yeah, I love it. We're, this is we'll, a, this we'll, is get to, we'll get to everything we want to talk about. I've already, this is my new favorite episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, Courtney and Brian. <laughs> so, um, but then like you, you die and you're based, uh, you're judged based on your behavior, your sin, whatever. Right. And, and you go to, instead of heaven or hell, Mormons technically, technically do not believe in hell. Um, there are some who do, but technically the doctrine of the church is they do not believe in hell. There are three degrees of glory. There's the celestial kingdom, the terrestrial kingdom and the telestial kingdom. So like this is like hell because it's better than this life, more better than you can imagine, but you know, you could have had better. Oh, right. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but like, if you want to get up here, the idea is that, that like, torment of knowing you could have had better mm-hmm. is is hellish yeah it's kind of like even though it's better than it's anything. kind of like a that's purgatory deep. in catholicism right no there's a purgatory is a different concept called uh spirit prison which is a different thing <laughs> <laughs> um that's someone named their improv team that spirit prison <laughs> that is a fantastic improv but, name. okay okay so to on, get into on. the celestial kingdom you have to be perfect or be made perfect which means you have to adhere to everything. And you have to do, there are certain things you have to do. You have How to do, do temple ordinances perfect? by repenting and, oh, oh, you know, okay. the atonement okay. of Jesus Christ. Um, so you have to do certain things like temple ordinances, missionary work. That doesn't mean actually going on a two year mission necessarily. There's different, man, we're getting deep here. Josh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, but there's like temple ordinances that you do and you have to be temple worthy. And in order to be temple worthy, you have to adhere to all the commandments. And then you have an interview with a bishop and he determines that you're temple worthy and you're given a recommend. You can go into the temple and you can okay, do the Okay, so it's like you can't ordinances. even do half of the stuff you have to do right. if you're not in. Right. right. That makes sense. Yeah. That so that's is an why explanation. It's an, an all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and it's very much there's disfellowshipment and excommunication still that's not uncommon. What's the difference between disfellowshipment and excommunication? Excommunication means you're out of the church completely. You're stricken from the records and you're like, so (laughs) yeah, you're stricken from the records and you are out. If you want to come back, you have to be approved by the prophet of the church. The one person who leads the whole church has to approve your rebaptism into the church. Mm -hmm. Disfellowshipment is like you've created. Uh, committed an egregious does, sin. Does he turn people down? Uh, I, I, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm sure. sure he does. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I can't imagine that because there's almost like a, a a little bit of an elitism. Like it's so special to be in. Right? I guess I'm like it's it seems so hard to like leave and then you have to ask the. I'm like by the time you ask the prophet if you can come back, like that's 
I would That's a big feel deal. so bad for, I would be like, yeah, like you did the hardest thing. You like came back begging to right. well, off it. And I would say most of the time he probably does because by the time you've gotten to the point of reading that letter, you've done all the other things of writing that letter. You've oh, done all yeah, things. yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. and then disfellowshipment is different in that you've committed some egregious sin. Like if you are married and commit adultery, there's a good chance you'll be excommunicated. Uh-huh. But if you're you have premarital sex, uh-huh. uh, you'll be disfellowshipped uh-huh. instead of excommunicated, and that just means you're still in the church, but you can't participate in the rites and ordinances. So you can't pray with a congregation. You can't uh, if you're a priesthood holder. You can't administer blessings. And then you're not gonna. Then can you get back? In? Yeah. Right. Okay. You can there's okay. there's different waiting periods for demoted. different sins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. 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 Wait, so. <laughs> I had another thing to say. What was it? Oh, in terms of the all or nothing thing, the mm-hmm. the fact that it's like one one prophet setting all the rules mm-hmm. makes uh to me also jives with the all or nothing. Like mm-hmm. other sects yeah. of other religions, you know, there are debates about right. what means what different and, interpretations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, this it's very hierarchical right up to a specific point. That communes directly with God in Mormonism. Okay. This is, I now feel satisfied with our discussion of Mormonism. Do you guys? So, yeah. It's fascinating. Yes. Okay. But, and, and, and what was the point? (laughs) The point was that he was Mormon and got married real young. Yes. So then, so then. Oh, you stopped going to church. Yeah. We stopped going to church. And then there was this point where I was like, and I remember the exact straw that finally broke it, but I was like, no, I have to be out. I'm out completely. Uh, Prop 8 was right before it. That led up to it. Um, but then there was one specific incident shortly after that. It's not interesting, so I won't go into okay. it. But it was just like, I'm out. So, And I was in England at the time. Um, and my wife was at home. Um, and I made that decision, and then I came home and had to tell her. And she's like, okay, well, I want to go back to church. Right, and she had come to that conclusion independently while you were in England. Yeah, I think she'd always kind of wanted it, but like now that we're having the conversation, I'll actually say it. Okay, kind of thing, right? And so that was tough for a while, and but that was so. This is where I'm getting to my point: is we're completely different people now than mm-hmm. we were eight years ago when we got married, and we tried yeah. to keep it like still kind of make it work in that confines. Mm-hmm. But then that just led us to realize that we were so different in all these other ways. Now we'd grown in so many different ways mm-hmm. that were di- di- uh, disparate and didn't work together. Mm-hmm. Right. So the only solution we could come up with was divorce, and it was amicable and everything because we understood that. Like there yeah. wasn't like big fighting. There weren't lawsuits, lawyers, or anything. Um. But that's the fear. Right. Is that you just grow into completely different people. And if you're not married, it's easy to just, you're not twice divorced if you break up because of that. But yeah. if you're married, you're twice divorced. So, um, uh, listen, if you're twice divorced, you're just really interesting. Okay. <laughs> don't, so don't worry about that. That's one way to look at See, it. All your fears are now gone. Yeah, yeah. That's all you needed, right? This, we can be mm-hmm. perfect. No okay. more, no more fight. We're done. <laughs> um, but, do, uh, what what do you think about the fact that like you know you people change a lot more over the course of their twenties than from their twenties to their thirties typically a great point. typically 
Okay, fine. That's a really good point, Julia. That is a great but point. I can, I can okay. see that's a really good point. Oh, let I love get, that point. But let me give you a counter example. <laughs> great, great. No, now, now that, make there's her no need. Make nope, her there's wrong. no need. It's fine. <laughs> Do you know who Buzz Bissinger is? No. He is the sports journalist who wrote the book Friday Night Lights. Okay. Oh. So everyone listening, if you want to see an example <laughs> of someone who changed later in life, and really drastically changed. Google GQ Buzz Bissinger Gucci. <laughs> and just really enjoy yourself for the next 20 minutes or however long it takes you to read that column. He gets, he, like, in when he's middle-aged, gets this Gucci fashion addiction. <laughs> okay. And he's spent, like, $600,000 on leather from My Gucci. Gosh. And he was just like this normal reporter guy. <laughs> um, that just came to mind when I was like, people don't change later in life. I mean, do they? Do they? I think I think people do. But I think your point about changing drastically in your 20s is, is sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now dig into why she doesn't want to have kids. Oh yeah, ask yeah, her that. that. Make her yeah. make her defend that. Yeah. Why Why don't Why don't you want to have uh, Why don't Why don't you want to have kids and why wouldn't you have kids without getting married? So I view marriage as something two people who decide they want to be together no matter what, they make that decision. Uh-huh. Yeah. They should have similar life plans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I want to get married. I don't think you get married so that you have a family. You can have a family. I think the marriage part comes first with similar plans. And then if you if the plan is to start having kids, then you do. Yeah. Okay, I think I kind of disagree. Okay, he disagrees as well, and that's fine. <laughs> but I see that. I see that. I, I get that. I guess it. I guess it is the like specter of divorce that makes me be like, well, yeah, that might be your intention, but it's not like you're for sure going to stay together for the rest of your life, right? Just because you got married, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not having children appeals to me more. Than having children, I see really no benefit having children. <laughs> there are I know, so many benefits. I know that sounds terrible. Um, I just I see so many cons that don't outweigh the pros, and I know everyone everyone will tell me different. Literally, no, literally no, every I... single person who has kids, <laughs> it's like it's hard, but it's worth it. Yeah. Or or do Once they you see them I smile? Some of them don't. Away. I think some of them don't think that, but they can't not say that right you think so? exactly yeah. i i agree I with wonder. that um i know and then there's no way to know until you have them and then you're like well okay yeah it doesn't matter what i think now because yeah. i have kids i just like <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter how i feel about it because i have them now i also have lots of phobias about being pregnant and just being what if your kid's an asshole yeah and what if it tears your relationship apart and uh, she worries a lot about the financial cost of financial cost, too. giving up on my life. I f- truly believe my life is over once I have children. I don't believe that at all. I think people with lots of money can have a life after children. Sure. Because then you can have a nanny while you go to the gym and get back to your career. She worries about money so much. It's because it's a legitimate concern. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it is. And I don't want to. Yeah, there's just so many terrifying things about it yeah and you don't feel hormones telling you to have kids 
My sister has um Do I have you, a Julia? niece. So much. Oh. So much. <laughs> you're the same age, you two. It's like you're like a couple months apart. It's gnarly. It's gnarly. See, and my I have a niece and she's adorable and I love her, but it's like okay, I'm back to I mom, wish bye. I felt like this because I agree with you about all the other stuff. And when you talk about having a phobia of being pregnant, mm-hmm. I'm like, it would be so great to be pregnant. And I'm like, I know, I know in my brain that it's not, but like, that's the hormones. They're like, you want this. This is going to feel great. I only know (laughs) one person who has liked even a little bit being pregnant and she loved it. She loved being pregnant and she had a really easy pregnancy. Every single other person I know has had a horrible time. Like they're like, this is miserable. And then like my sister, for instance, she's pregnant again. Um, After like... An hour after she had her daughter, she was like, okay, I only have to do this one more time because she wanted two kids. Like she was already trying to talk herself into doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to do that. My pregnancy is going to be so great. (laughs) Are you going to be like take maternity photos in like a field? (laughs) It's like a white flowing dress. The whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Julie, can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you always wanted kids or did this happen at some point? Well, definitely. I mean, I have an awareness that my body is doing this to to my brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have, I have always like, I love my mom. I, I have always like just kind of thought I would have kids. And then I did go through a period where I was like, well, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for a career. Mm -hmm. It's so hard tears apart relation basically everything you just said yeah but then i got in the hormones <laughs> and, like, and then and then my body was like just kidding you'll love it oh my god can we put this on the and no one's gonna go on a date with me ever again <laughs> you'll be like whoa she's too ready right now she's ready she's way too ready no 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 my brain my brain is not ready my brain knows it's wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> the womb wants what it wants this is so crazy (laughs) i don't know and especially as like a performer or an actor whatever i'm calling myself at the moment um i I, it's so hard for me to like it's so hard for me now to pursue this yeah and now i'm gonna have a child i feel like i will just just stop my career so is there a little bit though so the flip side of that is like well like I, I'm like, yeah. Being a mother would help me be a better actor because you have heard access that, yeah. to this whole new range of experience and emotions. Mm-hmm. Julia's I'm, right. Julia's so right. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I, I think I know myself enough to go. This is too hard. I have to pick one, and I have to pick my kid. So and oh, I, oh, I disagree oh, oh. with I, that I, so I feel much. like I would just be like, no, I can't. So are you gonna be a stay-at-home dad? I I would be perfectly happy in that role. If we could afford it, sure. Yeah. It's like but neither can, of us can is two financially struggling stable. actors afford it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I don't, I don't think you have to give up your dreams. I think things change. Like for instance, when I was uh when I was 21, I really wanted to to play Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. This was my dream role and I really wanted it. I'm never going to get to do that. I'm too old now. I don't fit the part. But there are other things I absolutely want to do as much as I wanted that then. And mm-hmm. I don't want that 
like I, I don't regret that I never got to do that. Uh-huh. Like it's like, mm. oh, that would have been nice. That would have been cool. But I didn't get to. Yeah. There is something also very um, jarring about if I bet if you had played Seymour, you would have like had a nervous breakdown. Or something. <laughs> like it just is very like. Of getting what you want. Yeah. Because you're still not happy. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> the thing that the thing that has got me still is the sheer curiosity of what it would feel like to be pregnant and breastfeed and the sheer curiosity is what hooks me a tiny bit. But I think that's like that is a, a small amount of hormones doing that too, don't you think? It's just Maybe. a very low level being like, don't you think? Whereas <laughs> mine are like, oh, it's going to be so great. Do it. Yours are like, hey, That'd be weird. We're going to check that out. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe it is. And maybe that's what they say. So what supplements can I mix into her food? I was about to say, like, are they coming for you? I, as of right now, all I have is that tiny bit of curiosity. But then I look at my sister and it's like, that does nothing about that looks exciting Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. rewarding. She says she loves it, but she looks miserable. Okay, but so Chris, why why are you so dead set on having kids? I, I don't oh, know. Oh, I know why. <laughs> why? Oh, go ahead. Your your fear of death. That's a big part of it. Okay. <laughs> He's terrified. Yeah. He needs a legacy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not that as much no, as... Yeah, that's like, not the right way to say There it. is this big fear of being old and having no one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, let's say we get married but never have kids. Mm-hmm. And then she dies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And I don't have kids. I don't have grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my kids could die, yes. But that's more unlikely. Yeah, there's don't all these things. Don't take the words out of my mouth before yeah. I, I know, say I know, a I know, logical I know, point. I know your argument. Yeah. <laughs> you can be old or you could have kids and you could become estranged from them. You could, yeah. like, yeah. it's not, so it's not much a guarantee. And also, like, if if you have no one, uh, if if she dies and you have no one depending on you. Just die? Pull the plug. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> That's what happens a lot of the time. Listen, we're all going to be immortal anyway. They're doing great things with 3D printing of organs. We're all going to be fine. But- I'm opposed to, I'm like, we need to to put a cap on this. That's the problem, right? We're actually living too long. Yep. That's what they say. I have say, a big fear but- of being old. <laughs> Me too. Like, like uh, I don't want to be I'm like, 80. Knock on wood. Guys, this has yeah. gotten so heavy. <laughs> yeah. No, aging is terrifying. Uh, I found yeah. gray hairs in my beard and like I about died. Oh my god! But like I'm, yeah. I'm 35, and I didn't get a gray hair till I was 35. So mm-hmm. like that's pretty good. Yeah. All my all my like high school friends are like streaked with gray hair because they, they have, have kids. kids. <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 no. Thank no. you very much. You don't much. get to use that argument. You yeah. don't know. But here's the other thing about it kids. It is a fact. Yeah, I know. Fact. You get so Fine. stressed out, Fine. you age. Fine. Faster. <laughs> But uh, my so she's looking at her sister and saying no part of that looks fun. I'm mm-hmm. looking at my sister who has it way harder than her sister, uh, objectively. Yeah, she does. Um, and she's so stressed out all the time. I'm like, oh man, that looks so hard. But man, those kids. Like, so I've I have three nephews. One, uh, two by one sister, and one by another mm-hmm. sister. Oh, and his other sister's pregnancy was horrifying. Yeah, we don't we don't want to talk about that. Oh, it's, it's, oh my it's, gosh, her delivery story horrifying. No, no we're not going to tell it. It's it's really bad. It's really um. bad. But I'm saying that kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah, like people don't have beautiful, blissful home births. 
in bathtubs where it's just like glorious. I know and I'm going to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will have been <laughs> probably getting in a field. Yes, pregnancy. And the baby will practically <laughs> fall out and it won't hurt and it'll be amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, but the, the two yeah. kids by my oldest sister, mm-hmm. um, they're like old enough now that like they communicate and they play and they like have identities and they have personalities. And it's like, oh man, that's so great. They like it's cute. super rewarding. They lived with us. They <laughs> settle down. They lived with us for a month there, and like as hectic as the house was, because they're constantly going. I like. I felt so good at the end of every day having them there, as opposed to before they moved in. And how did you feel about exhausted? <laughs> Just their energy. And I was really. I was usually at work when they were home because by the time I'd get off of work they would be already sleeping and I would be exhausted (laughs) their energy is so much and they're not even mine I don't even have to like discipline them or tell them what to do or anything I like there was no responsibility put on me I felt exhausted (laughs) (laughs) okay can I say something that might depress you guys oh great oh it's what we're (laughs) expecting to hear okay go ahead okay Mm -hmm. so like if I were you, Chris, mm-hmm. I would be like, I can't, I'm not going to make Rebecca get pregnant if she doesn't want to get pregnant. That's too much of a like, Correct. of a burden Absolutely. on a person. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So that's that. If I'm you, Rebecca, I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't want to have kids, so I'm not, so I shouldn't, and I'm not going to, mm-hmm. but now I'm going to have to deal with this guy who is disappointed or mm-hmm. mad or has some negative emotions about that you've got it that's, that's so all how, how do you guys feel about that he feels i'm gonna change my mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my guess well yeah because- and it's pro and it possibly probably will happen okay i but i don't know i'm she she says probably based on other people's experience, not yes. anything inside tells her that it'll probably happen. Okay, Correct. okay. But like honestly, but even if she changes her mind, mm-hmm. do you want to? She she's not gonna she's not gonna become like me. It's right. That's not. I, I highly. I doubt don't it. think so. That you would mean be, frolic in a field. What do you mean? Yeah, like frolicking you? in a field like, and be just like so excited, excited oh. and, and can't wait. She'd be like, okay, I'm gonna do this. That's like, every day. You, I deal with that every day. Uh-huh. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I know, but do you want to deal no. with a pregnant version of that? Yes, no. thank you. <laughs> no, no. It's not going to be pleasant. No, those nine months will be real bad. Uh, but um, no, I, I understand what you're saying. But no, that's the, like everything is a compromise. Everything in life is a sacrifice, right? So you sacrifice, you know, nine months of like misery for whatever. He thinks yeah. it's only nine months. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that cute? I, uh, no, I'm aware. It's like a year and a half. <laughs> But, yeah, then you don't sleep for a while. Oh, we already don't sleep. The dog is old and freaks out every Wally, night. Wally, oh man, Wally, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Poor Wally. Um, no, I hear what you're saying, but like, almost every woman that I know that's my age, mm-hmm. uh, including several who never wanted to have kids, have changed their mind. Okay, almost everyone. Um, and I'm a few years older than her. And so I expect that it'll happen. And if it doesn't, then I don't know. There's a reevaluation point at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds really harsh to say, doesn't it? 
No. Um, I don't know. Well, we've talked about this a whole bunch. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm also like, how nice for you to have this reevaluation time. Yeah, exactly why it sounds <laughs> well, terrible. That's what I mean. It's like, I'm, is my stringing her along? And I don't, I, I, I don't well, know. Well, but it's like less. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And can I survive without kids? Maybe. Like that. That's that's another element of the okay. equation. It's not like I have to have this. It's like I yeah. really want this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I really want it like nine months from now. But yeah, like, because <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to be a forty-two-year-old first-time dad. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. I'm already tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, maybe she'll change her mind. Maybe she won't. Maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I won't. Like it's, it's like there's variables. I can't, I'm going to, go I'm ahead. I'm going to cross promote the episode of your podcast we just <laughs> recorded where we totally talk about this also. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 yes. It's undeniably a very tough situation. Well, There's just so many variables. What if, what if. What if we, I'm all, all on board for having kids. This is very exciting. So we get married because he's like, you know what? Yeah, getting married makes sense. And I really want it now and blah, whatever. Um, and we're all in. And then I can't get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens. And that's a thing. But there's this. And I think, I think this is really important is like people who are really happy to be pregnant, except maybe with the exception of you. <laughs> am I am I am I weird? I always thought I was like kind of had the average amount of hormones. Or is it, actually, no, is it no, so much. Or actually, you know what? I should say it the other way. People who are like terrified of getting pregnant and don't want this are generally more independent people, which is definitely an appealing quality. I don't like. I'm afraid of codependency. I would never want to be in a relationship with someone who's codependent. I want to be in a relationship with someone who's independent, and that this is what comes with that territory, right? And yeah. so that's just what you deal with. And but the thing that's so that strikes me immediately, you're like, I am afraid of codependency, but I want children. <laughs> Those children are not gonna be independent. They're gonna be very dependent on you. For a very long time. I'm like, talking if you about can't in even a partner. Have a woman who's depe- a grown woman depend on you. Like, you think an infant's gonna be easier? <laughs> that's different. Okay, <laughs> it is it is different, I think. But and by codependency, I mean someone who like can't make decisions without me, yeah. or like can't like like if I go out of town for three days, is gonna like fall apart. Like, yeah. and we know couples like that. Yeah, what? Like, I'm going on a, a work trip for three weeks. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I, they're not mm-hmm. codependent; they're just dependent. Yes, and that's, that's true. That's yeah. a, like like having a, a spouse or a significant other that depends on you for something is different than a spouse that's codependent. Could you imagine having a codependent spouse and three kids? That'd be exhausting. I feel like that's that's when people are like, I have four boys at home. (laughs) 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 And all the terrible stereotypes come out. (laughs) Um, So guys, how do you envision this Shaking out. That's my main question, too. Do you want to go first? Me? Okay, fine. I'll go first. Because you look know. terrified of this question. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's uh, This is the way I look at it. This is... I I am a worrier, and I'm a pessimist, right? Super, <laughs> super much of both. Great combo. However, combo. however, I do have this, like, deep-seated belief and feeling that everything's going to work out fine and everything will be fine. That doesn't mean I don't worry about things in the immediate future, but I think everything's going to be fine eventually, right? 
And uh, so, like, I don't know. I want kids very much. Like, it's what I want more than anything else. I would... Can I say this? I don't know if this is completely true. Maybe I'm at the point where I would sacrifice my whole career for it. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah. You were almost there. I'm almost there, maybe, because it's it's something I want. But at the same time, there's no guarantees. Mm -hmm. If we broke up and I found someone else, is it going to work out uh, that I'm going to have a family then? Or, you know, is Mm -hmm. it going to be, you know, the same situation over and over again? Could be. So, like, if I'm with someone, which I am now, that I can't imagine being finding anybody else I'd rather be with, or I can't imagine, like not being in this relationship Rebecca loves that (laughs) I love it so much then then why sacrifice that for the chance of getting what I want when like it's not the only thing if it was the only thing I wanted in the whole world then yeah yeah, you gotta go for it right Yeah. but Mm -hmm. I want to have a healthy relationship and I want to have this and I want to have that and that maybe that's the most important want Mm mm-hmm but it's also not a guarantee. Okay, so no. flexibility from Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, the same? I repeat his answer. Um, <laughs> I... Because kids isn't one of the things that I'm striving for, getting married right away isn't also what I'm striving for. Mm-hmm. So there's this... I don't have this sense of urgency to get married right now. Uh-huh. Would I like to? Sure. Uh, do I need to get married right now? No. Um, he he has this, like he was saying, he has this hope that everything's going to work out, and I need proof. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we came back from Utah, and he's like, let's move to Tampa. I'm like, cool, tell me financially how we're going to afford that and how we're going to make money there. And he's like, well, I don't know. We just have to go. And it's like, <laughs> I can't. I know. I think this is, it's good balancing. It's good to have two, one of each type in this relationship. Well, and he worries about the things he can't control, and I only worry about the things that I can. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can control re- whether or not I have mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. I can control um, how much money I'm making in order to afford mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that is a good balance. I, I should say this, too. Like, if we were to come down hard on this line of, yes, we're going to have kids – then yeah, I'm all in for getting married. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna I'm not gonna be draw a hard line on this that. This is great. This yeah. is great. This is great. But until that decision's <laughs> made, marriage is not like something that I'm super eager for. You also think that it's gonna be this huge wedding. Oh man. And I do- weddings are the worst. I okay. Have, okay. Wait. Wait. I wait, love wait, wait. 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 Before <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, but you're an extrovert. Of course, <laughs> no, you no, love no. weddings. No, I. I don't like weddings. I'm just trying to cultivate the personality <laughs> of a person who does like weddings. I have three sisters. Okay. Uh-huh. The two, and I'm third of four. So uh-huh. the first two have already gotten married. So I've been to what my family's wedding is gonna look like already twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, do I want a dress? Yes. Do I want a big cake? Yes. That's mm-hmm. pretty much my only And, wants. like, nice pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really love the idea of going someplace and just eloping and then having a party later as, People, like, a reception. Everyone's talking about that. I'm, if I'm going to, I want to watch you get married. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. want to hear, hear what a Mormon wedding is like? Oh, it's yeah. miserable. The in the world. What? I don't know so, why. So the oh. first, her first exposure to it, she's never been to a Mormon I've wedding, never right? been to a Mormon wedding, no. But her first exposure was 
someone I know on Facebook got married. And I was like flipping through Facebook and she's like, why did they get married on a basketball course? (laughs) And like, I know that sounds appalling to you guys. It's true though. It was a basketball court? Yeah. It was a literal basketball court? Okay, but let me explain. Every Mormon meeting house has a cultural hall. Which okay. has a basketball court in the back. Okay. And so every is bas- basketball is like a tennis. It's like a multi-purpose room. <laughs> yeah, so there's a like a stage, okay. and there's like it's like okay. at any like middle school where they'd throw like their drama production of the year. It's it's That's what it's they like have. the it's like the elementary school cafegematorium. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. Okay. Right? But <laughs> all the pictures are just them dancing on that wooden basketball. No, they weren't floor. even dancing. They were just standing there shaking hands because that's what you do. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because this is how it works: is like you get married in the temple, uh-huh. and only temple-worthy people can go in, uh-huh. which means most of your family and friends cannot go to your wedding. So only, but what if most of your family and friends are Mormon? If they're Mormon and okay. they're worthy, then okay. they can. Oh, okay. typically though, you won't invite very many friends to that. It's okay. just family. Okay. Typically. Okay. Um, and you go to this and you do this ceremony and then they have what's called the wedding breakfast after that where it's like just a big meal. And it's it's everything about this is very ritualistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big meal and people give toasts, but you're not drinking. So it's just like, hey, we toast this sparkling Martinelli's, whatever. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and they talk a little bit. And then you have the reception that night. And the reception... That's so weird because it's like the ritual is... Based on the presence of alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, so then you have like if you're making up your own rituals, why can't you just just not have alcohol? (laughs) (laughs) Should not be a toast. Pretend alcohol. Okay, yeah, go on. So then they have the reception, and you can have your reception anywhere. Like, there's no rules on these things except for the temple thing. Um, But most people, because they spend about thirty five hundred dollars on the whole wedding, that's typical. Mormon wedding budget. Cool. Uh, it's because they have eight kids. They got to pay for eight <laughs> weddings. <laughs> um, and they, uh, it, so it's usually just at their church meeting house in that cultural hall. And they'll get higher out decorations. There's all kinds of people who, all kinds of companies that specialize in decorating cultural halls for weddings. Of course there are. Um, it's so funny. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Uh, and they'll put like this little archway and the bride and groom will stand in the middle with their parents on either side, and then sometimes the wedding party, sometimes not. And people will come in, they'll sign the book that they attended the reception, they'll walk through the line and shake your hand, and then they'll go sit down and have refreshments, and the refreshments are like uh, Sprite and, uh, you know, cookies. little mints and nuts and cookies. There's no dancing. Uh, sometimes, but not really. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. And so he's like, I, I like don't want to. I kind of like that. That's business like. <laughs> it is. It's very like, ritualistic. It's yeah. not a celebration. It's not a and celebration. I, and you know what? Anything. You're not getting married if you're not getting married for the wedding, like, like <laughs> yeah. a right. lot of people do. <laughs> they just want the wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you yeah. guys, what have we learned? Um. A lot I've of, learned a lot. I was going to say, a lot, of, a lot about Mormon culture. You're yeah. welcome, everyone. Yeah. Um, uh, I've learned that I need to not go grocery shopping anymore. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, I'll do yeah. Um, I have learned <laughs> so much. I've learned that, um, that, you know, you can, this, that you can have an extreme disagreement but if you are flexible 
Mm -hmm. If there's some flexibility around that, that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys agree? <laughs> I, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, some people need to be flexible. <laughs> oh, I'm being inflexible. <laughs> it's taking such a hard line on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with that. Thanks for listening to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Drunk Actress. The show is produced by Ryan Middledorf. Our cover art is by Allie Monroe, and our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa. Thanks for listening. Bye. Podcast Network.